Hi, this is Clint and Lyndon. Uh, before we start, just note that the comments made are purely our opinions based on our own experiences. Uh, please take everything with a pinch of salt and a sprinkle of whimsy. At the sound of the cow, enjoy the episode. Are we ready? Oh, we're going! We're That's going. good. Um, welcome to Shove It Up Your Arwen. I'm your host, <laughs> Clinton. You can find me on Instagram at Clinty Sky Guy. And I am Lyndon, and I am the Druid in the Mist, or just Druid in the Mist. The Druid in the Mist. What made you come up with Druid in the Mist? I don't know. Oh, it's nice. I don't know. I like it. I was, <laughs> I was desperate, and uh, I was desperate and lonely. And I came up with a few, and I sent it to my, my very dear friend Jade, and I was like, what one do you like better? And she said she liked that one, so I was like, well, What were that's the other choices? Do. I don't know. Do I think there was, there was one about Avalon, and there was another uh. one about Albion, and there was another one, because I was like, oh, I want to make my new YouTube channel more... YouTube channel? No. Instagram Instagram, name. that'd there be the go. one. That's the ticket. Um, more... <laughs> Druidic. What is this stuff? It's the willow. What are all these seeds? <laughs> grandmother willow. I told you I hated grandmother ah! willow. She's like, she's like dusting off her polleny jizz all everywhere. It's going in my eyes. <laughs> you wanted to make it what? What? Yes. What? Um, <laughs> um, just more me. More Judy. More, more Yeah. Nice. So. Yes. Um. We're talking about... We're talking about... Toxic spirituality. Toxic spirituality. So, any magical moments? Oh, yeah, our magical moments. But, of course... Oh, see, now... <laughs> see, now you're We're stuck. doing this off the back of the... Oh, look at my... Oh. I was stung do you want me to? Do you want me to start again? What? Magical moment. Do you want me to start again? Yes. Yes? Uh, so, I've got a new job. Mm-hmm. Which is great. Uh, so I am in. Um, I work for the. I'm going to hold on to this post because um, I don't want to fall in. Ah! It'll smell like tar and pitch. Oh yeah, that's where it come from. <laughs> that's where the smell of pitch has come from. Anyway, moving back. Um, so I work for uh, Salvation Army Trading Company. You do. Which is grand and brilliant because I'm surrounded by Christians and people. Oh. Um, and it's, um, I'm not actually, like, there's not that many there. There's, like, three okay. Salvationists in, like, the whole company. It's hilarious. Anyway, um, so I work there, and uh, I've now got an office. I now work in the HR office, and I literally um, have just, like, turned up uh, Monday morning this week with all of my ginormous fucking crystals and, like, my tarot and a... Um, like a ritual perfume mm-hmm. thing that I now wear every day. Oh, um, marvellous. So I put it on every morning when I get to work and I anoint myself on my moon tattoo and my sun tattoo on my wrists and um, I call upon the ancestors, the kindred and the gods every day to help me in my workings and to, you know, make sure that I don't fuck up. Really? That's pretty good. And that I do well and stuff. And I've pointed, I've got these big laser quartz that uh, Wayne gave me um, that he doesn't want anymore. So I've taken them to work and they're pointed at the doors so that anybody comes in just gets blasted with laser quartz and fuck off and love you being nice. 
sort of energy. Nice. And I just thought, do you know what? I don't really worry about things like this, but I've got them and they're sat there not being looked at or appreciated. Why don't they sit on my desk and get appreciated? So, yeah, I took them to work and thought there's about time I started bringing magic to my workspace. Because um, I get a lunch break and I can do, like, stuff on my lunch break, which I do every day, which is grand. I think that's good. Yeah, it's fab. So that's my magical moment is, like, just using what I have and bringing my magic into my workspace which is fab yes it's now a very diverse office good so, all yes. the better for it all the better for it so do you have a magical moment well I redid the protections around my house the other day oh did you yeah how um, do you do your protections? I think you've mentioned it before. Oh, but if I tell you, then you can undo them, and that wouldn't be very good. That's the point. But no one knows where you live. Shake grass at your face. <laughs> um. Yeah, it's still happening, isn't it? <laughs> I'm coming apart at the seams. Um, I. So what do I do? What do I do? I do um, stuff. <laughs> I do, uh, so I make black salt and I scatter that at my front door. I was going to say you use salt, don't you? I do. Yeah. So I have black salt at the front door and then I have I have um, a writing of Psalms 91 um, but a broken down version of because um, you don't need to, when people use Psalms they don't need to um they don't need to use the exact psalm as it's written. You can extrapolate and say, well, this bit doesn't actually mean anything to me, so we'll cut that out and I'll yes. tag it with this bit. And blah, blah, blah. So you, yes. can, you can make your own. So I've done that with Psalms 91. Uh, that sits by the front door and I recite that. And then, um, then what do I do? Then I, with my... Oh God, I'm still getting all these seeds blown in my face. God. Right, that's why I'm turning the other way. Nature is literally jizzing on me right now, and I don't like it. I do not give consent. Um, and then I take my holy water that I have, and I um, do the front window, the back window, and um, so the front of the house, the back of the house, and the rear door. Yeah, yeah. And then I do a bit of wee woo. Ah, right, lovely. Yeah, woo-woo. And then it's done. Woo-woo! And I try and do that like once a month. Just to oh, keep everything cool. fresh. That's and right. um, juiced up, I guess. I think I only really do one thing, and that's when I do, like, druid works, and I'm left with hallowed water, um, I or blessed water, whatever, mm -hmm. I then spill it upon my doorstep so that only blessings can enter my house. Oh, okay, yeah, so you do like a like a floor wash yeah on the front step yeah nice. just on the front step so that only blessings may enter which I like that yeah because like yeah it seems to be doing wonders as well so I've only been doing it a little while but I think the thing with that sort of stuff is like you've got to be persistent with it for yeah. it to actually affect change yeah, yeah, yeah which is grand and the stuff no I think that's good yeah. so that's kind of that's my magical moment really boring but you know it's one of those magical chores that we all have to do. Yeah. Yeah. And I did it. You did. 
It's marvellous, and you're very good at it. Thank you, darling. You're very, very good one at it. One does what one can with what, what little you... talent one has. One little talent. Little talent. You're very talented, Oh, dear. thank you, darling. It's I just said nice. it so you could boost my ego. That's okay. And you did. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking fell for it. Hook, line, fucking sphincter. Gross. Um, <laughs> um, so, so, the episode is... Spiritual um, toxicity. Yeah, this is going to be more your bag, I think. Because I'm toxic and nasty and vile and hateful. Well, you took the words right out of my mouth. Full of spite and bile. <laughs> <laughs> spite and bile. Oh, look at that. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so, yeah, toxic spirituality. Name one. Okay. <laughs> um, what is, okay, if you could do, I see, I don't really know. What would you define toxic spirituality as? So, for me, toxic spirituality is um, things that are, so there's nothing wrong with negativity, right? There's nothing no. wrong with negativity. Because without negativity, you can't have positivity. Canny. You can And you need both. Yeah, you but do. there's... Stop trying to make whistles sorry, out of grass. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm supposed to be paying attention. You've got two people who have very bad attention spans out in the wilderness, surrounded by grass and bugs. <laughs> and it's enough to be fun! And things to move ah! and distract us. So, yeah. Anyway, um, so there's nothing wrong with negativity. And there's no harm in saying... This is a shit situation and it sucks and I'm not happy about it. Right? Yeah. There's nothing wrong with saying that. So to me, spiritual toxicity and spirit yeah, is when people try and negate that acceptance. Negate the negative things. They they try and negate it by trying to make out that it's something else or it can be fixed very easily if you just follow these three simple steps. Oh, rather yeah, spiritual than, bypassing that. Yeah. That to me is spiritual toxicity, or um, and it, it it goes even further because you you end up with people who are so self assured of their own like positivity that they couldn't ever possibly be negative, and then they just turn into these passive aggressive assholes mm. that say very nasty shit through white grinned teeth. White people. I'm a really nice person, but. I only believe in love and light. Ah, oh. but I was having a conversation. It was back on when we were part of that group that I will not mention. No, don't mention. Um, but we were having a conversation, and there were there was a conversation about like dark magic and curses and things like that. And Ew, everything, everything has its place, right? Everything has its place. And I appreciate one hundred percent that some people do it and some people don't. And I think that's absolutely marvelous. And I think everyone's entitled to their own opinion. However, <laughs> however, you're wrong. <laughs> however, no, I've got no issue with people who don't like cursing. I must admit, since I've since I've done it, I've done it, and I think if the situation really warrants it, by all means, do it. Um, but just understand what you're doing and why you're doing it. Right? There was someone who made a comment about how they don't believe in it, but what they like to do is to wrap the person up in a bubble. Oh, and basically know. lock their own stuff in on them. And I'm like, okay, so you're basically taking that person and you're surrounding them in a bubble of their own negativity because you don't want to deal with it. Yeah. So you're then trapping that person in a bubble of like black ickiness, basically, yeah. and they're then unable to move on. Because you're unprepared to deal with 
their negativity yeah. or accept that you have negative feelings towards them yeah. you would far rather just lock it away and lock yeah. them away with it yeah that is toxic spirituality because yeah. then that person isn't able to then move on from their own feelings and dealings because yeah. you've you've done that and yeah. it's like oh and they couldn't understand it even though i tried to explain it to them they could not see that that mode of thinking was wrong yeah versus just saying you're an asshole i, I don't mean, like you wrong is harsh i'm Probably gonna make a hair flawed is a better way of doing it like don't like don't don't market it in one way and expect it to be another yeah you know expect it not to be another way yeah. right you can't you can't just you can't label pink custard as you know purple flowers and expect everybody to believe you no it's still fucking pink custard yeah you know yeah i get that and you can't act another act one way and say another thing it doesn't yeah. work and i've so there's something to be said about like embracing the darkness i know there's this huge thing isn't there about shadow work it has its place but it has to be done properly yeah traditionally it should be done alongside a psychologist yeah um, I could get on a whole thing about that I but... know um, but there is something to be said about facing the darker parts of yourself and accepting them and if you can accept the darker parts of yourself that's wonderful that actually makes you a decent reasonable human being it's when you get people who are like oh no I don't believe in negativity I'm all love and light so, right okay everyone who behaves that way and everyone who comes out with that shit I can genuinely and honestly, hands on heart, say anyone I've ever met that says that kind of stuff is the most toxic, nasty piece of shit I've ever met. Mm-hmm. I'm a cunt. I admit I'm a cunt. Yeah, 100%. but you know your cuntiness. Yeah, exactly. And like, when I come for you, I'll come for you. Yeah. And you'll know it. But when these people come up to you, they sidle up to you with smiles, and then they'll be mean behind your back. Or yeah. they'll, you know, they'll spin a yarn that'll hurt you, but, you know, it's, oh, well, well, I only meant it in the best possible way. You know, love and light. Fuck off. Yeah, or they'll... Re- so, so I want to talk about somebody who 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 kind of did this. Who was the epic, like the, the the just the the very definition of somebody with toxic positivity. <laughs> Stop playing with seeds. You I can't just, help like, it. Dropped seeds like the bloke who just salts things from his yes. elbow, and you did it on purpose, I just did. like that, didn't you? You I were did. like, I want to be him. I was gonna throw it, and then I I kind of bent my hand, and I thought, oh, this is fun, and then I. <laughs> crazy man i seasoned the earth with seeds you did tis the season for the earth of seeds um it's the season for seeding See- oh. oh jizz fest it's not the same <laughs> as the season for breeding no could- <laughs> just <laughs> make it stop oh we need to stop what was i saying right so the very definition of a person that i felt this was about right yes so i have a rather sort of relationship with my mother okay which is never good um and it's it's not a good relationship It, it isn't it's not healthy and it's not you know, it's not very productive and it's it's one that's quite difficult. And yes. we both have our issues and we both have our problems with it. So that's fine. And we both know it. And it's a work in progress. But uh, this person who was supposed to be a friend of mine, um, I've had lots of tragedy. It's sad, but it is what it is. And I don't talk about it a lot uh, because why, why, why the fuck would I? There's more important things and well, more interesting things. And when you're to... ready to share, you'll share. Yeah, exactly. But there's more interesting things to fucking talk about. I'd rather talk about fucking... <laughs> like anything seeding the earth for fuck's sake than talk about the tragedy that happened years ago yes and um so i was talking to my friend and my friend was regaling me with tales of her past and i was like oh okay she obviously needs to get it off her chest um and so i kind of just let it happen not really thinking too much about it and um 
she was very love and light and very all this, but it, she was lovely, right? Or so I thought. Mm. And I've never met somebody that I could define like this, but I'll get there in a second. Okay. Uh, she regaled me with these stories and then, like, and then would involve me in the situation, in the, not the situation, in the conversation by getting me to mirror her tale. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So she would say, this happened to me, what about you? This happened to me, what about you? Before, oh, excuse me. So, and she turned up to Costa Coffee Shop in a foul mood. I was in a great mood. When we finished, she was in a great mood. I was in a foul mood. Mm. And I, was, I came away feeling thoroughly depressed, drained, upset. And like, like, it had all, like everything that had ever gone on between me and my mother had only just happened and I felt distraught. Mm. She left, like literally jumping, bouncing out of the fucking coffee shop, like full of beans. I got home, I could have cried. And I was like, oh my God, this woman is like the literal definition of a psychic vampire. Yeah. And somebody who thrives on toxic positivity. Yeah. And like the whole time she was just like, oh, I hope you don't mind. I just think it's healthy that we bring these things up. And I found myself going, yeah, no, it's fine. I'm all right with it. And I'm not. No. I'm not. I'm really not. I don't talk about things because I'm quite aware of them and you don't have to face them to get over them. Hmm. Like, I'm not ignoring my problems. I'm quite aware they happened. But, like, I'm also not going to torture myself by reliving them. There's this big thing, isn't there, that <laughs> like, everyone seems off. to think that, firstly, everyone's entitled to your business. And secondly, that the only way you're ever going to get over your trauma is to share it. And no, actually, don't have to share anything. Yeah, no, exactly. Actually, it's no one's fucking business. No! And you can get over it in your own time, in your own way, yeah. with your own process. And I found myself in a situation whereby, some, whereby somebody had used my trauma... Right, to heal themselves, and they had literally drained me. Mm. And I went home, and I literally I opened a bottle of wine, and I was like, "What the fuck is wrong with me? I feel like I want to slash my own wrists. Like this is awful. I feel terrible." And this person just felt great, and then messaged me going, "It was really lovely to see you. I felt great after I'd gotten chance to catch up with you." And I was sat there like, "You feel great." I was looking at my phone, and I was just like. I feel like I want to die. This is awful. Yeah. I feel so, so horrible. And I was like, oh my God, I can't believe I let you do this to me. Like yeah. this person literally did this. You know, yeah. I've been really, 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 really guarded with my business ever since this person. You know, and I just don't. It comes down to the mentality of these people as well. Because if you turned around to her and said, actually, do you know what? I don't want to talk about this. She would then get upset. She would be upset. Yeah. Yeah, because you weren't there for her in her time of need. Uh, yeah, and and that happened. And I, I, when I shared this with a few of my other friends, they were like, oh yeah, I, I did this and this and this and this. And I was like, fuck's sake, she really is the definition yeah. of a psychic vampire. Somebody who thrives on this kind of toxic positivity and this toxic spirituality whereby she uses what she has in this spiritual arsenal to make herself feel better at the expense of other people's feelings. And she feeds off of their negativity so that she can fit and I was like oh my god mm. my god I've met people yeah. who can glamour and do all sorts of manic things and people who can like uh, people who can convince you that you've got the pox like that you know and you can think that you've cut but never anybody who was able to flip positivity on its head like that and flip spirituality to make it like make all the nice things feel so toxic and my mum is very very passive aggressive 
and I can be and I try and avoid it you know my mother's taught me not to be like her which is great you know that's the lesson I've learned but oh ice cream what a shame We're middle of nature away. ice cream van ice cream van and then it appears here and Pennywise <laughs> steps out and we're like ah! oh, I'd love to confront Pennywise that'd be great would you steal his orbs You know what I mean? The orbs that come out of his mouth. Yeah, but those weren't the orbs I went for. My no. brain went, you know, full, like, what's his name from yeah. Labyrinth? Oh. And his bulging trousers. Them sort yes, of orbs. those orbs. My brain went, no. No. Pennywise's orbs. Uh. <laughs> they probably got teeth. Um, anyway, where were we? Yeah, so positive, toxic positivity, like, this spiritual, like, this toxic spirituality using these, like, things that you learn in the craft to like manipulate other people and I think it's like what the fuck are you playing at yeah you get you it know? so I mean that's like a very kind of subtle way of doing it I've had more obvious where I've been speaking to people who consider themselves empaths Ugh. fucking empaths um, and don't and don't get and me wrong because like there's there's place for empathy and it like yeah. being quite empathic like I'm never going to turn around and say that that I'm not empathic personally, but I would never turn around to you and go, I'm an empath and I can feel your feelings. If I'm feeling your feelings, I need to shut off. Yeah. Because that's rude and invasive. Yeah. Like, I've had people, I've had a person in the past who was like that and they were very, in, quote unquote, intuitive. And she turned to me and she was like, um, I hope you don't mind, but I'm very intuitive and I just feel like there's there's things you need to talk about. And I was like, okay people invading my space maybe. I'm not <laughs> you can fuck the fuck off fuck but, the fuck off okay. you fucking fucker yeah alright love if that's how you feel great I'm not going to talk to you at no. all no one tells me what to do <laughs> I feel very strongly about that I hate to use star siblings. signs I hate to use star signs but I'm very typical Aries in that respect yeah. no one tells me what to do yeah. ever the second anyone was like oh this is how I feel you need to tell me stuff I'm like uh-huh. no I fucking don't that's why we get on so well yeah because we're next to each other on the we are Zodiac. next to each other so yeah um, yeah but then okay so let's just change note and move on to another form of toxic spirituality and I'm so sorry for the people who believe you're this you are not in my humble opinion. Nobody is special. Let me just Nobody open with special. that. Nobody's special. We've right. said this in a previous episode, so if you don't like it, go and have a watch. Listen. I am now moving on. Nobody special. I'm moving on to the children of Moo. The to children the, of Moo. To starseeds. People who believe they're starseeds. Now, I used to have a guy message me ages ago. No names. Oh, dear. No specifics. But he was a very troubled young man. Lovely, very sweet. This is nothing against him as a person. Very lovely, very sweet. He had a lot of mental health problems. Yep. Um, lots of anxiety, lots of bouts of depression, bipolarism, things like that. He didn't ever go and get the help he needed because he was convinced that he was a starseed. So he believed he was sent here to help better the human race and absorb this negativity through love, light, and all the fucking bollocks of the rainbow. <laughs> And, bollocks of the rainbow That's and it was like rainbow. and like I'd, I'd be talking to him and he'd be like you know oh, I'm having a hard time at the moment oh, okay well, yeah I'm really low because I've been absorbing so much negativity stop it and it's like no you're having a low point because you suffer with depression go get counselling 
Just because you're magical and you're magically inclined does not mean that you are above getting mental health help. Because we all have a brain. I've had a therapist. It's great. Like it's important. When I was a teenager, I had a therapist, and like, and then like, I got to the end of my therapy sessions, and I was like, "Oh, I'm gay. That's the problem." <laughs> right. I just need to realise I'm a fucking homo. Yeah. And all my problems disappeared. They just fine. disappeared. And I was just like, "Oh, like, for fuck's sake, I can be what the fuck I want now." And this goes back to the whole shadow work thing. Like, it's it was big um, with regards to like um, occultism and ceremonial magic. You would get yourself a therapist because the stuff you would see and the stuff you would experience was so mind-boggling and bending, you would, you would need, need to talk one. it out. You'd need one. But you'd also need an occult-friendly therapist. Like, this is... Yeah. Oh, people just so, don't when you understand. get people who go through these experiences, and then they're like, oh, no, it's okay, I don't need therapy because I'm special. Mm. I'm from another galaxy. I'm from the serious whatever. The serious dimension. Oh, the, whatever. The, the, the galaxy of the serious star, isn't it? The, yeah. Like, uh, the... I'm a fucking Gemini alpaca. (laughs) Gemini alpaca! From the deep sea of Atlantis. No, you're not. No, No, you're not. Atlanteans, that's another thing. That's another one. And then, like, Lemurians. Lemurians. That's another one. That's another one. There are so many. You only have to go a little way, right? You only have to go a little way before you realise that this is just white supremacist Nazi bullshit. It really is. Yeah, if anyone actually did any digging into the whole Starseed stuff, they would actually find that it is very... I I understand if it makes you feel better, but so does chocolate. Yeah. And And a wank. <laughs> like, yes. I'm really sorry to burst have some your bubble. E if you feel like shit, go and have a wank, have a bath, and eat some chocolate. Yeah. Like, I don't just I don't care. So What's your favourite fucking movie? Like, okay, so <sighs> I don't see... convince yourself. And this is the problem, isn't it? Because you get people who they they discover magic, and that's wonderful, that's lovely. Yeah, but then they still is. feel hollow inside. So then they fill yep. the void by needing to feel special. But the problem with that is, because you're not dealing with your problems properly, constructively, and you're layering on bullshit on top of it, then you'll get these people who are like, well, I'll do Reiki. So then they learn Reiki, and then they go into the medium of healing other people. Well, how can you heal other people when you are so damaged? The whole point of the first level of Reiki is that you learn self-healing first, and Mm. then, like, they go, right, I've learnt that. Yeah, but you haven't actually done any healing. Yeah. Right? I did Reiki. I've done the first level. That's it. I've stopped. Right? Because I don't want to heal other people. Stop Mm. that. And because once I realised, once I did Reiki level one, or whatever, um, I kind of was doing the occult at the same time and, and realised the similarities between what is Reiki and what is other things. And I was just like, okay, this this is brilliant. It's it's opened a door, great, through Reiki. But I've also realised that there were doors over there that I'd opened and didn't use. Mm. And I'm like, I've already learnt all this. Yeah. But I've already... I, I didn't realise it was there. All I had to do was open my eyes. And it, okay, it cost me whatever I did for that Reiki level one. But, like, I've done so much effective and powerful healing since. Yeah. And it's given me a level of healing whereby I, I've now developed other skills along that line. Um, that, you know, I, I, I mean, I don't do it very often, but, like, the, when I have done it, it's really effective and it wasn't too long ago that Wayne was very ill and now he's not and I'm not going to claim responsibility but 
you know, the day I actually did cave in and do it was the day he got results. So I'm like, okay, right. And I don't, I don't claim responsibility. It's just, it's just the way the work, it's just the way the magic works, you know? And, um, but I don't need to convince myself that I'm special, you know, because it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if I do Reiki level one or level two or level three. That's the thing, isn't it? This whole thing about being special is about wanting to be someone different than who you are. Yeah. And I'm, I, and that's it. And like, but, and I'm not claiming responsibility for that bit, you know, because Wayne has gotten better. Yeah. You know, and it could have actually been the same day that I caved with the same day we had a really long discussion about it. It might have just been our conversation, you know, that he, you know, took on a different mindset and that helped him to actually, you know, realise his wellness as opposed to his pain. And actually, most of the time, a lot of healing comes from realising your wellness rather than focusing on your pain and anguish and, and suffering. And, like, you can't just... And the, a big issue with these kind of things is that you have people who enable it. So you yes. don't just have somebody who goes, oh, I'm a starseed or I'm an indigo, indigo child. You have other people that go, can I just tell you? I think you were sent here from another plane. Oh, God, yeah. And I think you might actually be a star child. And if you want, I could show you how to use your power. And I'd be like, bitch, I'm not paying you. Fuck off. Yeah. You know, but I know there's people out there who are desperate, you know, and that is abusive. It is abusive. Completely That's the abusive. 100% abusive. You know, and okay, if you, if you feel that you're something and you feel that you're special, good. Marvellous, wonderful. I'm glad it helps you. And we're being attacked. Are they coming for us? It's the trees. It's just the trees. The druid's greatest enemy. Druid's greatest enemy. The enemy of all druids. Trees. <laughs> you tell me you've never been bopped on the head by a branch. No, we're safe. No, we're all right. The Kelpies have retreated. The Kelpies have retreated. Um, what was I saying? You were going on about abusive. Abusive. Uh, yeah. And um, like, if you believe this and you that ice cream vans incessant it's trying to find us Pennywise is. is on his way um, if you believe that that's fine it's great brilliant if it makes you feel good great brilliant however don't let it take the place of like actual realistic mental health yeah there's there's a fine line isn't there between reality and make believe and mm. while I appreciate re- so this is what I don't get why do you want to be from another galaxy why do you have to pretend to be from someone else where this planet is so fucking amazing and there's so much mysticism and magic already here, what's wrong with being a human being? There's such a great line in... Why do you have to be some fucking dragon child from, like, the outer space? There's a great line in The Hogfather that Death says, um, where he turns around and says, in a universe of wonders, why is it that human beings invented boredom? Yeah. Like, if you're bored, go out. Go do out. something. Go, go do, do something. something. Go have actually do some magic. Eat some chocolate. Have a bath. There's nothing it. stopping you from doing anything you want to do, except for you. You are the binds you create. You are the. You are bound by the things you create for yourself. Absolutely. And that's it. And like, you then, if you turn around and say you're a star child, right, or a star seed, not a star child, a star seed, you then have to live up to that. How on earth do you fucking live up to something that? you know has no definable characteristics yeah you know i think if you want to so i think if you're inspired by this kind of greater cosmos greater spiritual whatever wonderful invest in the cultures that deal with it so things like hinduism with like 
Dharma and like the greater spirit and all that kind of stuff. Get involved in those cultures. Don't like dip in and be like, oh, so I read this book and it's really amazing. And now I'm like super into it. Stop blowing Sorry. grass whistles. Sorry. Um, but like actually like take on that culture fully. Get involved with it. Learn it. Like within Hinduism, there is a book of magic. They have a book of magic. Um, I can't remember what they, because what, they've got a set of books, haven't they, on practices and things like that. Yeah. Um, and they yeah. do have, they do have a book that has spells to like banish pigeons and all sorts. Yep. It's like just a, just like a trivial spell that I know. Um, but yeah, they have, <laughs> they have ones for like banishing pigeons and like for, for all things they do have, they do have magic. So if you're inspired by a more kind of Eastern way of being and an Eastern kind of philosophy on spirit and things like that. Great. Invest in those cultures, learn about them, show them respect, seek initiation. That's another big important thing, by the way. If you're, seek initiation. If you're white, don't be an asshole. We white people seem to have this idea that we can just do whatever the fuck we want and get away with it. Yeah, it's great being a white person. Just don't be one. Yeah. Don't be that white person. Don't have that toxic don't do fucking it. white privilege. Of, don't do it. If you find yourself in a situation where you're by like, you're like, oh, I'm getting access to all this stuff. Think about it. Check yourself and just be like, oh, hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Like, it, yeah, hang on a minute. Am I doing something that really, if somebody of a, a different ethnicity came along would find barriers yeah then that's not fair and maybe you should just check yourself yeah you know because that's not a place you want to be like don't go and think that you can study hoodoo and voodoo and then call yourself a voodoo song no no it don't no. happen and that don't work and you need to go and get initiated if you are lucky enough to find somebody who is legitimate who will initiate you fantastic and i have all the time in the world to celebrate you however if you're going to go there and pretend to be someone and you know cannibalize something that you read somewhere or found somewhere cannibalize cannibalize it chew it up and turn it into your own stuff yeah then i have no respect for you at all these things have lineages which have been effectively destroyed by white people by white people you need to respect that like yeah you didn't do it but you shouldn't also be any part of further damage. Yeah, that's the and we point. can you can follow it. There's like massive trends. So there was a massive hoodoo thing. Um, what was a ladybird? There was a massive um, trend for hoodoo about three, four years ago. Everyone yeah. was getting into the folk magic stream, and folk magic exists in every culture. There's Spanish folk magic. There's English folk magic. There is all kinds of folk magic. Everywhere you go, there's folk every magic. culture. Every single has country. folk magic. Every single county, every yeah. single state. Hoodoo is a very specific type of folk magic because it came out of slavery. So you then had these bloody white people that were like, oh, I'm going to do hoodoo, I'm going to do hoodoo. It's like, that's really not appropriate. And I'm no. pretty sure the ancestors aren't going to be very happy with you about that. But what you can do is you can learn your own folk magic from your yes. own people. And you um, can go with your own ancestors. Yes. And things so like that. So that was the big trend a little while ago. Now the big trend is Vikings. Yes. Everyone wants a Vegvisir. Everyone wants to be, I don't know, everyone wants to practice Sather. Everyone wants to do this and do that. It's the big yeah. thing at the moment. I don't know what the next big thing is. I'm hoping it's not Druidry. Um, it I, won't be because there's We've already enough. had ours though. We had our resurgence. What, Druidry? Druidry. Yeah, it did. And I think Druidry is just a bit too passive for, for all those people. It's it's not special enough. They won't feel special. It doesn't make you feel special. It doesn't have things you can throw in other people's directions. Absolutely. Really. Um, Although saying that, 
Yeah, maybe not as passive as we think. Anyway, yeah. yes. Don't share it because then they'll I'm steal not it. going to because that's kind of initiatory sort of stuff. Yes. So I'm keeping it to my fucking self. Yes. Um, but yeah, so yeah, get help. If you've got mental illness, go get help. There's no shame in it and it doesn't make you less magical. There's, Talking well, to a counsellor is not going to mean that the fairies you see aren't real. What it means is that the depression you feel you'll have a context to it. It's not that you're absorbing the emotional blackness from everyone around you and you're sent here from another galaxy and that's your purpose, so you need to tolerate the darkness so that you can then start spreading light and joy through the world. No, it's because you're prone to depression, so get counselling. Don't give your pain a... Don't give your pain a place in your life. Yeah. And I know that sounds like quite negative really that like how are you going to ever get through it if you don't give it a play but like it doesn't have to be your entire focus no like if you're focusing on your pain it's because you want to get better yeah so in that case the reason you're focusing on it is to find a solution so work towards a solution yeah don't accept it as something that makes you special we all have pains and we all have difficulties, but that's not what makes you intrinsically unique and valuable. Yeah. You are valuable for your other qualities, not because of how much pain you suffer. As well, I think saying, turning around and saying, I feel this way because I am, for example, a starseed, removes any form of control you have over the situation. Yeah, and actually you have more I suffer this because I am this. Not, I have mental health, there are doors that are open to me to get help. Yeah. You can still be magical. You can still be a witch. You can still be a shaman. You can still you can be a still druid. Be an ad- oh, hang on. Oh. Who dares? Girl, I'm busy. Um, don't ring me. Um, you can still advocate for being a better person for humanity, but don't do it through your pain. Yeah. Do something. Be an advocate for bettering humanity. Be an advocate for bettering the world. Be an advocate for helping people and and making people better but you're not going to make anybody better by feeling sorry for yourself no and and turning around and saying that the reason you feel sad and and broken and hurt is because everybody around you is also sad broken and hurt sorry we're in a world that's shit full of crap and everything's out there to kill you but the point is we've lived here as part of this planet for a really really long time if we weren't meant to be here, we wouldn't be. Absolutely. We'd have died out a long time ago, you know? And you don't have to take on the responsibilities of the world to, you know, actually think that you can do something about it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You see it quite a lot. Um, like, because the problem is with people that go through this kind of stuff, they then obviously don't identify their triggers and they don't get the help they need. So that when they see people who might be going through a tough time but are also thriving because they accept the negative shit in their life and they're dealing with it and they're getting through it it then triggers said positive love and light person and then they come up with some really mean shit and they start to tear people down but it's all through love and light but they'll they'll tear people down around them to make themselves feel better yeah i think that's really dangerous um i had somebody turn around and say that the reason i was never getting any um I was never getting anywhere with my relationship with my mother was because I wasn't dealing with the shadow and I was just like I'm sorry what and they were like the reason you repeat and I'm just like no the reason I'm not getting anywhere with my mother is because my mother was a cunt yes that's it bish bash bosh bish bash bosh and they're like yes but they're your mother and I'm like yes I'm very aware that they're my mother but like just because somebody is blood doesn't mean they can't be a cunt no like 
you can't just turn around and go, that woman gave birth to you. I'm like, yes, but dude, I can point you to an orphanage where many people gave birth to many other people. It doesn't mean they took responsibility and actually, actually, you know, came forward as a decent person to actually mother that person. Yeah. What is the saying? The, you know, um, the blood... Ah, oh, there's a dragonfly. The... Uh, so everyone always misuses it, isn't it? They always say, ah, blood is thicker than water, and isn't it the blood of the covenant is thicker than the waters of the womb? Yeah, the blood so, of the covenant is thicker than the water of the womb. So your yeah. chosen family is far more important than your blood family. Yeah, yeah. And I just, like, I've had a recent, like, a, a recent dishing of that truth only this um, previous week that's hit really hard. But I'm not going to sit there and make it the be all and end all of my life. Yeah. I'm also going to like learn from it and develop from it. And yes, it's hard. Yes, it's a big deal. Um, yes, it's going to take me time and all the rest of it. Um, but at the end of the day, I've got shit to do, you know. And you can't take on the responsibility of other people's decisions and opinions mm. and choices. You know, if somebody treats you badly. Yeah, you can probably sit there and worry about their motivations. And I'm all for looking at people's motivations to understand and, you know, better react to those circumstances. But in the same respect, you're not also responsible for helping them. If they're being a cunt, let them. Yeah. And then you have the joy of being able to step away and go, yeah, you're creating this for yourself. I don't have to let it let it be part of my life I can yeah. actually just go whatever and walk off and leave you know it's just I find it really strange that some of the tactics in magic and stuff leave people open for this sort of delusional self-dialogue and abuse from um, other people you only have to look at places or situations whereby uh, cult leaders have used this positive tactic mm. to make someone's negativity into their only quality. Yeah. And then they feel like they can't be anything other than that member of that cult. And once you take that leader away, you watch people's lives just unravel because they thought that their only value was in the suffering and the pain that was attributed to the qualities of that place and that yeah. person and that thing. And it's like... Don't let yourself fall into that trap. It's very difficult. And I understand how addictive it can be. But it's very, very bad for you. You know? And uh, you can find the same pitfalls in witchcraft. But often it's when other people manipulate it to make your suffering and pain seem like the only positive quality you have is to suffer. And that's not fair. No, that's not fair. Not fair. You You have far more to give to yourself in the first respect and then to others than just your ability to suffer for them I think as well there's this I don't know on a gentler level um, it goes I don't know I have issues with bullshit so <laughs> is there a way I, can describe this I have issues with bullshit I do I don't see so I'm quite an honest person you may have noticed liar you may have noticed <laughs> I speak my mind um I'm quite an honest person. If, uh, and I like to surround myself with honest people because if I start to act like a twat or if I start to say things that may not be true, I like to know that my friends can actually turn around to me and be like, that's not right. Stop being an idiot. Um, So when I've had conversations (laughs) with some people in the magical community, 
and I'll talk about like baneful workings or things that are a bit on the nose and they're like oh no I don't like to meddle it's like right so how do you do magic then because magic is all about magic meddling. meddling 100% you cannot do magic and not meddle mm. you're either bending things to your favour or you're manipulating events around another person or you're directly influencing another person or whatever everything always has an effect on someone else or something else so you cannot actively practice magic and say that you don't meddle and it always gets my goat when people are like oh I don't meddle I just do like a banishing or a binding and it's like okay well, uh, well binding is aggressive you're effectively stripping a person's right to actually do anything mm. banishing you're forcing them to go away or leave, them, leave you alone you're manipulating a person mm. um there's always, always some outcome. If you can't see that that is in some way toxic, then you're an idiot. Absolute first class fucking idiot. It's yeah. like when people are like, mm, I, do you do love magic? No, that's fucking rapey. It is rapey. I wouldn't even do rape, rape magic. Hang on a minute. <laughs> I hope Sorry. you don't do rape magic. <laughs> I wouldn't even do love magic on my other half. No, I wouldn't either. Because... No. You're, you're like, what is that? I don't know. I think it's a bird. Is it a bee? Is it, is it the ice cream van? Is it the ice cream? <laughs> Pennywise is going to step Has out he found us? Any minute. Um, like, because you're, again, you're manipulating a person's emotions. You're manipulating someone to think and feel something else about you or about the situation. Yeah. And why would you do that to someone you cared about? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, why would you do I that? want Rich, my husband, to love me for me and I want him to love me in his most authentic way possible. The thing is, that takes time, development, it takes effort and it takes... What's the saying? Mundane you know, before magic. Yeah. It takes learning and growing together. You know, it takes a long time to get to know a person fully yeah. and to that level that you love every single part of them. Yeah, and if you're you going to use glamoury spells and bullshit to get and they'll there, never love you they'll because they'll you. just love the glamour yeah exactly and and the magic that surrounds you they won't actually ever know who is behind all that glamoury yeah oh absolutely so sad so i think on the deepest level even if even if all you want to do is protection magic healing magic and blessings you still have to accept that even in those situations you are meddling yeah which so, is why a lot of the time I don't do healing magic because it's it is just you have to ask for it. Yeah. So yeah. Sorry. So you have to accept that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry if you don't like my answer. But, but shove I it up don't your don't give a fuck. Shove it up your awen. Yeah. Um, if you want to actually look and see and like back up, like if I'm going to back up what we said about um, white socialist Nazism. Oh um, yes. Look up Helena Blavatsky, and. Uh, Vril, um, the Vrilya, um, and you just just have a look at that, um, and have a look at Mormonism, um, and the origins of Mormonism. Oh my God, yeah. Um, because they're prime examples of how people have taken something and made it really, and people just really, don't know. really, really fucking racist, really, 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 really discriminatory, yep. and really, 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 really toxic. You know, whereby it it just it is wrong, so wrong, in so many ways. 
Yeah. You can't. I think as well. <laughs> you can't fucking do that. It Don't is really be a bad. Because it gives it gives a sparkly lens to a real. Because isn't there? I might get this completely wrong. Isn't there like a a dissociative disorder whereby you f- people feel like they're watching themselves? Oh yeah. Uh, I can't remember what that's called. And it's quite a serious thing. Yeah. Um, and it can be quite dis- like life destroying. Um, yeah. And I can't remember you're... what it's called. Nope. But um, and that's and you, about d- getting the right treatment and the right yeah. help to that's, understand it. That's also not that rare. Um, it can happen a lot when you're a teenager. Yes. Um, because it's it's kind of part and parcel of your mental development, um, and it's it's kind of like seeing yourself as a video game player and you're just controlling the avatar in front of you and it's yeah. very very strange and it's not something that is actually as as rare but it it you kind of grow out of it it's kind of like a phasic thing but sometimes it stays it's more rare to have it stay with you uh, and become quite difficult to think the problem is, is if someone goes and experiences something like that and then talks to someone who's like mm. I think you're an indigo child. Yeah, no, you're not an indigo child. You need to get it sorted. You need to realise what it really means. you spend your time obsessing over that little fantasy. You're not going to get treated. You're not going to get it sorted. Yeah. So, mundane before magic, kids. If you feel sad and you feel bad, I'm not going to say you're not an empath because you might be an empath, but what I am going to say is... Yeah, but like treat treat it properly. Treat it properly. Even... If I may say, I do have my reservations with the church. I may be a Christian, but I do not like the church. And I don't agree with the church stripping magic away from every facet of their faith, which they seem to do. However, even the Catholic Church would test rigorously for miracles, divine presence and possession. They would go to science first before they turn to divine. They would always use um, medicine. Yeah. Always involving medicine, psychiatric help. Um, all the rest of it Um, one thing I did want to say was just like really like basic thing is um, if you are empathic in your magical workings if you are um, you know involved in the magical practices and the occult practices remember there are actually rules for a reason there are actually these idea of best practice for example grounding for example centering for example, um, cleansing and purification. These things are there for a reason. They exist because there's a need for them. And if there wasn't a need for, and protection from inside, if out there and wasn't in. a need for them, they wouldn't exist. Absolutely. So if you're in a situation whereby you feel overloaded by the emotional fucking currents in a room, emotional currents. Sorry, that's like vicious raisins, isn't it? Yeah. Um, <laughs> emotional currents. Um, it literally is a case of remove yourself from the situation, ground, shield, and go back. Yeah. Like, like you don't have to sit there and go, the reason I'm feeling this way is because I'm a moon child or something fucking stupid or a Mormon. Like, you feel that I'm way because... I'm a moon child. Do you mean a Mormon? You feel yes. that way because there's been an emotionally charged atmosphere in that room, and that's absolutely fucking normal. So leave the room for a moment, excuse yourself, tell them you've got to have a wee, and go and, like charge and ground yourself so that you can actually go back into that room unaffected by it yeah and if, there's a fucking thing and if you follow the processes you'll be alright and sometimes maybe if you still wake up feeling really sad go see a doctor 
And if you're one of those people who goes around and tells people, oh, I think you might be a moon child or an indigo child or a dolphin child or a moon bear, do me a favour. Just a moon fu- bear. Yeah, just fucking check yourself. Check yourself. Because yeah. if you're going up to a fragile, vulnerable, mentally health-challenged individual and telling them that their negative mental health is what makes them special, you are abusing that person yeah. Because what you should be doing as a human being is helping them, being kind to them and seeing if somebody needs help, that you have a responsibility to be helpful, not manipulative. You don't have to make that person feel special to make them feel better. There right. are other ways of being nice to people without yeah, having to fill their head with something. They'll come up with non. We all are able to come up with nonsense ourselves. We don't need no fucking help. So... Me, as a rule, I've already said I out and outright refuse to do anything that anyone tells me to do because fuck people. Stubborn. And no one's going to tell me what to do. <laughs> I do what I want when I want. Um, but conversely, I will never tell another person what they are. No. Or what they do. I'll have opinions. If someone's behaving a certain way or doing a certain thing, I'll be like, well, have you considered trying this or have you considered trying that? But I would never be like, ooh... My vibrations are telling me you're a moon child. Fucking vibration. You're a star bear. Okay. <laughs> Desmond no. the moon bear. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. No. The sun is killing me. I know. I think we've rambled enough. How many minutes have we done? Uh, we're up to oh, bloody hell, 50 minutes. We should shut up. We should. So, let these people go to bed. In closing... There are many toxic spiritual paths out there and there is a lot of toxic positivity within the spiritual community. Spiritual bypassing. And spiritual bypassing. The best advice would be if you feel down, mundane before magic, see your doctor, talk it through and come to your own conclusions. Um, Your feelings are real or they do not define you. Yes. And I'm sorry if you believe you're a starseed. It's... A load of shit, and it's based in white supremacy. Look it up. Look it up. Um, Fucking look it up. Doesn't mean to say you're not a magical person. It doesn't mean you're not amazing and gifted and awesome. It just means you don't have to be defined by your pain. Yeah, and, and your sadly, trauma. you are from this planet. You are, because you are. You know, if you want to believe that your spirit is divine, same as the rest of us. Yeah. All of our spirits are divine. But, um, and then you know you have some strange memory of where that came from, then you're lucky. It doesn't mean you have to suffer for us. No. So, yeah. Check yourself. Thanks very much, everybody. Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye. Oh, and also, no. passing note um, other people's business is not yours. So, shove it up your arm. Shove it up your arm. Bye. Bye.